The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews murmured about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draw him and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. About two years ago, I was preaching a retreat to a, a group of poor Claire nuns. And as I arrived at the monastery, the Mother, Mother Superior met me and she told me that during the week there would be various people from the media coming to interview one of the sisters. Not exactly something you expect at a monastery. But the reason why the media was coming was because one of the sisters had just written an account of her conversion. And it was starting to get a lot of attention because of how unusual her story was. This sister had been raised in a home without any faith 
at all. Her family never talked about God. They never thought about God. They never simply looked beyond this world. And when she was 18, she entered the Navy where she was expecting to make a career for herself. And several years into her time in the Navy, she was on an aircraft carrier off the coast of Australia. I'm not exactly sure, I don't remember exactly what happened, but some accident occurred and three people died and several others were injured. And one of the people who died was a good friend of this sister. And she said that for the next couple of weeks, after her duty was over, she would sit outside on this aircraft carrier and look into the ocean. And all of a sudden she began to argue and yell at this God that she never knew she actually believed in. And she said that after a few weeks, she became aware of this presence. I was just simply listening to her. It wasn't arguing back. It was just listening. And when she returned back to their, their base, she began to visit with the chaplain, the Catholic priest who was serving in the Navy. And one day when she went to go see him, the priest was meeting with another person. And so he asked her to wait in the chapel. And so as she walked into the chapel, she sat down. And she said that all of a sudden she became aware again of that presence. But this time, it was so much greater than what she experienced looking out into the ocean at night. And then finally the priest came to get her and she said to him, she said, Father, I don't know what it is about that room, she called it. She said, but it's different. And the priest said to her, well, you know the Blessed Sacrament is there, right? And she said, what is the Blessed Sacrament? To make a long story short, she was eventually baptized, confirmed, received First Communion. And three years later, she was discharged from the Navy and she entered the poor Claire's of perpetual adoration. 
And one day when I was speaking with her, she said something to me deeply profound. She said, you know, Father, I never got an answer to my questions. Why did God allow this to my friend? But she said, I received something so much greater. And what I received, she said, was his presence. And it's his presence that has altered my life. Today in the Word of God, we encounter in such a simple, profound, and deeply beautiful way the power and the mystery of God's presence. I think the key to understanding, especially this Gospel, is when Jesus quotes the prophets, when he says, they shall all be taught by God. Jesus is paraphrasing Isaiah 54, verse 13, and Jeremiah 31, 34, where both of those prophets are saying that at the time of the Messiah, There will no longer be need for prophets because God is teaching his people directly. And what Jesus is trying to tell the Jews in this gospel and and tell us today as well is that in him that time has come. And we could stop there. And that would be more than enough to pray with and to meditate on. But Jesus takes it even further. Again, he reminds them of an Old Testament encounter with God's presence. When God fed Israel with manna, But now he is reminding them in these deeply beautiful words, I am the living bread that has come down from heaven. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. Not only is God present in the person of Jesus, but He remains with us in the stillness 
the silence and the humility of the Eucharist. Because it's really here in the Eucharist where all of these Old Testament prefigurations are fulfilled. Because it's here in the Eucharist where God continues to teach us. Where God continues to heal us. And to strengthen us. As we come here today to receive him in the Eucharist, let us pray that, just like that nun I mentioned in the beginning, that we would allow his mysterious healing presence to take us beyond ourselves, beyond even our questions, and convince us more deeply of his nearness to us.